With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Churros y Tacticas podcast on a Monday after an extremely eventful weekend in La Liga. So much happened. There was the stuff that was really, really loud that took the headlines. And, Diego, there was a lot of cool stuff that I think should be magnified more. For example, Jesus Areso, the game winner versus Getafe for Osasuna, was unbelievable. A goal that... We see, if we're lucky, once every 25 years, and I don't think it's happened since Roberto Carlos did it against Tenerife, that kind of goal, the acute angle, like basically on the sideline near the corner flag. Corner curly. flag. Unreal. Wow. Um, Artem I need Dovbik. to check that out. That's yep. one of my favorite goals of all time. Uh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's physics-defying. Uh, we also had Artem Dovbik score a six-minute hat-trick against Sevilla in what was an absolute bloodbath where Girona destroyed Sevilla, who continued to be a disaster. This one's up your alley, Diego. Barcelona had two 16-year-olds on the field for only the second time in La Liga history. And a Ferran Torres, uh, I don't know what you call it, show? Ferran Torres show, an Isco show, and you guys had a big balls W in one of the toughest away stadiums in Spain. Last but not least, uh, Almeria up 2-0 at halftime at the Bernabeu in improbable fashion, nearly up 3-0 at the stroke of halftime. Feeling pretty good going into the, into the second half. And the football gods were like, nope, no, sorry, we already wrote the script for this one, guys. The most stereotypical rounded game, 100th minute, uh... Chaos and pandemonium as Carvajal scores, and I'm just sitting here like, yeah, of course, that's what that's what happens. So sorry, Almeria, I know it sucks, and of course, ensuing meltdowns from everybody, from Xavi, from Garitano, from the fans. Um, anyone basically not a Real Madrid fan was just melting down like the like the Lots robot in Terminator. Mm, won't go that far. I think a lot of Madridistas have also spoken out against the. Uh, travesty that we saw take place at the Bernabeu last Not from night. what I've seen. Not from what I've seen. Well, okay. I think uh, there was, a, there uh, we'll, was we'll probably a few yesterday, 
But I think once everyone saw the replays, they're like, oh, okay, it was all the right call. And I think everyone just kind of, if if there was any lingering, it it all basically was put to bed after that. But we can get into it. <laughs> Absolutely not. Maybe yeah. over in in Nova Scotia, but certainly not. The here only in Spain. thing I can say that I, I was kind of annoyed with is that still, still Diego, Real Madrid players just getting the shit kicked out of them and never a card shown to the opponent, and it's just free reign. And as soon as we react and we clap back or we we complain about it, it's a yellow card to one of our players. That's the only thing that really drives me nuts. But the rest, I mean, it was it was Jesus. clear game. But we can get into it. Where do you want to start? I'm, I can start the anywhere goal. you want, Diego. I'm going to let the you goal. do it. I'm... Well, look, you you mentioning that anybody but Madridistas were up in arm with uh, what took place at the Bernabeu. I, 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 o sea, discrepo completamente. I disagree wholeheartedly. Uh, you may have seen uh, and I have I was... I was um, surprised, dare I say, a little bit relieved or it gave me hope that, hey, you know what? Um, there is some balance. There is some nuance in this uh, crazy world and crazy Liga that is uh, being covered by the local media, international media. But uh, to quote one of the mm, longest covering journalist for Real Madrid. You're talking about a career that extends decades. I mean, I think four, four decades, over 40 years. He's now the director of one of the most read Madridista newspapers in the country, at least. <clears throat> and that's us. I'm talking about Alfredo Relaño. He said that last night was one of the darkest nights in the history of uh, Real Madrid. and I respect him, be... but he's wrong. He's wrong. Well, let me just finish here. Uh, that this will be remembered for decades to come and uh, that the work, the hard work done by Real Madrid TV has basically now given... Uh, it's, it's basically, you know, it's a job well done. It, it's, it's, it's proven to be effective in yesterday's game, a game where we had a newbie, let's say, a new referee on the scene. By that, I mean a referee who had never before uh, called a Madrid game. Buckle under the pressure. Uh, we're also uh, a Hernandez Hernandez, who, of course, Real Madrid TV blasted before the game, uh, as they do week in and week out uh, with their videos, had put under su suffice of, uh, a pressure to basically skip the usual protocol and call the shots for the the referee in charge in yesterday's game by that the I mean, referee still has the you... final call the referee still yeah, has the final call did you he, hear the that bar? was did you hear the yeah i did, did you hear yeah i VAR? did so, i think so, var so correctly intervened over... to, to that's what var is for it's there to intervene on game changing calls and that's what they did it was correct they i'm glad they intervened if you if you read the uh, scriptures, the, the 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 dialogue, let's yeah. say that was uh, put out, he says he basically decides a form. He says, "Here are the images of the no handball." He hits it with his <coughs> shoulder. shoulder. Yeah, mm -hmm. that already you know it, it's basically taken away the authority or already insinuating that hey, it's not a handball. It's a sh it's the referee's decision. 
all the VAR has to do, the people in VAR, is basically watch, provide the images with the correct angles, mind you, the, the angles that were shown. I, I, I hope that you can at least agree with me. They were far from the best images, the best angles. We didn't get a frontal vision until in the post-game shows that where you could clearly see that effectively, you know, it, it, it Vinicius hit that ball with his bicep, no. not with his shoulder whatsoever. It's, it hits him right here. There's clear. Look at the video that Vinny himself posted on Twitter today. This mm. is not a handball, bro. This is not a handball, this part of the arm. The, 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 the rule states it's from the armpit up. No, That's where no, you draw not. the line. Yeah, correct. Armpit up. But if we're, doing, if we're, if we're measuring on the arm, it's where Where's my sleeve armpit? is. Yeah. It's where my sleeve is. See my short sleeve on my video? No, no, the rule change. It, that, that, that this shoulder, this part, is not part of the arm since 2022. It's the it's correct call, Diego. It's the correct call. Let me tell you what happened yesterday, bro. Everybody hates Real Madrid. Everybody was waiting for something to happen. Everybody was waiting for Real Madrid to get the benefit of the VAR. And then everybody exploded. And they, also, it was Vinicius, who everyone hates, so they all jumped on. They saw Garitano go like this, I'm done, I'm done, and everyone was just hysteria. You can't, at that point, that's why I didn't get involved, because I knew people were too emotional. I knew that the next day, when everyone sees the images, they'll all calm down and realize they were all the correct calls. This is not, a, this is only a hysteria, because the media and fans love hysteria. That's what we do. Relanio, by the way, when was the last time Oscar got a scoop from Florentino? They've been basically cut off from them for years. Just pointing that out as well. Okay, let me let me in my clumsy, non-professional way here, please. I love how your phone matches your jacket. Uh huh. Please. Yeah, I see it. We're looking at the same thing. Yeah, yeah. What? Are, yeah. are you are you kidding right here? Me right, now? right here, right here. Look at me, right here. The poor listeners on Spotify, Apple have no idea what we're doing. But Diego is showing uh, the Dude, it, the it, image it is, of it is almost. And it, now we're going to get a copyright ban on YouTube for this. <laughs> I, doubt, I doubt it. That is closer to his elbow than it is to his, his shoulder. Listen, man. This it, is this it, is the it, problem. It's, it's, we interpret it, it differently. So what you see as a robbery, I see at best, at best. A call that was very hard to make and, and a call that they made based on the video they saw. Which were poor. At best, a mistake. At best, a mistake. Okay. A mistake. At best, sure. but it's not. But it, it's, it's something that was <laughs> at best. It's, it, it, that of all the calls, of all the three calls, that was the most difficult to make and that was the hardest one to make. And, but, and that's where the referee should have been provided with the right angles and the right images to judge the situation for himself. Which, by so, the but way, do you see the, the problem, moment, Diego? We're both looking on, at the on. same can, can replay and, and, and seeing two different things. Well, that, that, that's classic. I mean, we, we've been doing that on this podcast for almost seven years now. Yeah. Um, it, it, uh, what, what was the point I was just wanted to make? Um, ah, uh, Hernandez, what was his name? Uh, Maeso, I believe his name was. He <clears throat> initially deemed that goal. He ruled off that goal for handball. Yeah. He goes back and then deems it not a handball. Mm -hmm. it, in, in, in the images, so, so 
what VAR is supposed to do, it's supposed to take away any benefit of the doubt. In the image that he was watching, it was full of doubts. So that initial call should have stayed. Instead, he's got Hernandez Hernandez in his ear saying, it's not a handball, he hits it with his uh, with his shoulder. He Hernandez Hernandez is insinuating, is basically making this is the decision. No, he doesn't have him. a decision. He's, he's, look, there's two different no, but he conversations. Is. There's two but different he, conversations. Is that one in without one is that if you think that the the that VAR shouldn't have intervened and that goal shouldn't have stood that's a different conversation now you're saying that VAR shouldn't have intervened to check a a possible uh, goal that was disallowed originally because that's what VAR f is for VAR is literally for those moments that's why it was made that's why it was made man to like that's this is why no, no, I didn't say VAR shouldn't intervene. I, I, I say. So what do you want them to do? Show the right images, not t show images where it is basically impossible to judge where it actually hit him. They should have showed him the frontal image that we saw, or everybody saw in the post-match uh, shows. The frontal image is pretty conclusive. That, that, I, ju that I just sh showed you, yeah. Kia man, like. You cannot listen, honestly look listen, at those no, no, images is, and say that he's hitting it with his yeah, shoulder. Yeah, I can. Keep in mind that you and I disagree on so many calls that are very clear to me. This is nothing new for us, as you pointed out. As Vinny pointed out on Twitter, this is the goal he scores on the beach in Brazil. The People on YouTube are have, can, can watch this beautiful dance I'm doing. It's elegant. I'll give you that. It's. Do you it's, think, out of, out of curiosity, do you think that if... The ball hit his bicep. He would be able to generate that much power off it to score. Yeah. No, well, it's it's inertia. I mean, it's the motion from the ball that I mean, he lobs it over the keeper. It's not like he he rocketed that thing into the top corner. Neither it 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 kind of like lobbed over the goalkeeper. Okay, so let let me. This is what's happening, Diego. On that goal, we're having a debate on whether it should have stood or didn't. Doesn't that tell you okay. in itself that there's just at that's why I said at best, even if it was not supposed to stand, it mm. was a mistake. It's not this conclusive. The way you guys are treating it is like robbery of the century on a call that no one can figure out and interpret correctly. This is not like well, a messy handball goal versus Getafe it where it's like obvious robbery or like I don't, let me not go down the list. It's not like that. It's a it's a call that there's misinterpretations on in. Again, this is, it was the right formula for everyone to be outraged yesterday. I thought Chavi's. I don't know what your thoughts on Chavi's post game was. I thought it was embarrassing. Mm, what exactly? Uh, I don't remember the quotes exactly, but he was basically saying that uh, it's impossible to win this league. We all saw what happened yesterday, kind of along those lines. I'm like, dude, that's not why you're not. I don't think that's embarrassing. Okay. I don't think that's embarrassing. All the calls. I do because I think it's embarrassing. So many Real Madrid TV makes videos. I. So I'm, I'm, so, I'm so many controversial calls have gone. So many controversial calls have all fallen in favor of Real Madrid. We saw all, seeing, all you know, in favor dance. of Real Madrid. Listen to what you're saying. You're you're putting all in favor of Real Madrid. All in favor. So far, yeah. How many how many arguments have we had since the beginning of the season? Look, Kian, at what point in time did I say? Real Madrid is going to be champions at the end of the season. You could see already that the way referees were going to call games but for Real Madrid. No, Diego, and, but and, you, you, you only follow the anti-Madridista Twitter accounts. 
No, I don't. Very, absolutely yes, you not. do. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, no, no, so, no. I do. I do not. I I follow a lot of Madridista more than you follow culés or or local Spanish media. I, I don't follow, follow all anyone. the local media. Well, there you go. Uh, so so there's there's one person here with tunnel vision in the echo chamber, and and no, I'm because I don't see anything. All the I don't, local I, media, and I. And I watch the most radicalized YouTubers from Real Madrid as well, from the the, the Iñakis to uh, some other Bikingo channel. I actually want to see and take in a lot of information from That's from good. all sides. That's good. And 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 still, it baffles me that there's never any sort of you know pushback or doubt or. <sighs> Like I mean, what did you guys talk about in in, in managing Madrid's pod yesterday? Did, was was this discussed? Was there any kind of like you know you you sent me a text? Oh no, um, you put out a tweet. You said Diego's gonna have a field day mm-hmm. with these calls, and I was like, you know what? Fair play. I'm like, Keon is watching this game the same way that I'm watching this game, the same way that my kids are watching this game, my eight year old son and four year old daughter, and we're all up and we can't believe what we're watching. Of course you are. Fair play for Keon for actually acknowledging that and watching this game go. Acknowledging that you were going to have a field day, boy. Acknowledging that you were going to have a field day. was actually insinuating that. You did not disappoint, but I didn't say it was going to be logical. I just knew you were going to be up in arms about it. <laughs> was more what, what was the non-handball call yesterday for me was clearer than let's say the Jude Bellingham bicep, also notably coincidentally against Almeria, where also that got waved off for touching the ball on his shoulder. All the while, I have to sit here and accept that on match day one, a game where we drop points, a game where clearly, and again, looking at all the angles from the camera, Gabi chests that ball down, it gets called for a handball. I cannot make sense of this anymore. I, it, 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 it takes away any sort of credibility for this league or any desire for me to even follow the rest of the season because yes the script has been written in that sense I completely agree with Almeria what the players and the coach has been saying that yesterday it was just simply impossible for Almeria to walk away with the three points or any points uh, uh, for that matter at all because it all started with the penalty call that you guys got where for the life of me, I don't understand why not only uh, Jose Lu, but Rudiger should have been called for blatant foul. No, I mean, blatant, that guy could just use the word blatant on what would have been the soft, softest call I've ever seen. Are you kidding me? No. Like, he is literally getting ready to jump over a goddamn horse right. or a I'm house. I'm just going to let you finish. For the, way, for the way that he was pushing off Edgar. That <clears throat> play... When the referee goes and reviews VAR, he should have seen that before the handball of the Almeria defender. That was, you know, of course, it, yes, it touches his hand, uh, his arm, the Almeria defender's arm. But there's a clear foul taking place right before that. Did you see um, Michel's quote after the Girona game? No. <clears throat> Great quote. I believe him. I mean, I, I agree with him. I've been saying the same thing for years. Quote, I don't believe in a black hand. I have the feeling that we are competing under the same conditions as all teams. You know that I don't like when Real Madrid TV puts out those videos of all the calls that have gone our way unfairly. However, 
I'm glad that someone is at least piling the evidence to debunk the fact that seconds ago you just said all calls go in favor of Real Madrid. This season, so far, yeah. Oh, so now you're 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 changing it to this season. So this is a well, this is a this is, so this season there's a black hand. Got when it. I said when I said no no no. I, I, okay, so this season I, you know, so so many okay. Times on the podcast that Madrid has been the most benefited team in the history of sports, no doubt about it. So sure, okay. yes. But that's an opinion. To, that's to, an opinion that is obviously debunked as well because there's only one team in the league paying referees, right? Mm-mm. Okay. So no, now you're saying no. no. no Do you understand how no, difficult? There's no, there's no proof of payment of referees. There's no proof of payment of referees, Kian. There's no proof of that. There's proof of payments to Negreida. There's no proof of payment of referees. You're insinuating that. Do you understand how difficult it is for me to have this conversation with you? Because it's not based on logic, man. It's based on bias. Like what are you bias talking opinion. about? It is. You literally, like, so if no, you... No, it's not. It, it is you, not. You, you cherry pick. Every, every time I bring something forward to you, you'll say... And, and the next step is, well, from minute five to, to nine... Um, it's very Not clear true, that Real Madrid yeah. is benefiting from the referees. In the context of earlier what we were talking about, I was talking about this season. If you want to open the floor to the, 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 however far you want to go back, I will back up my statement that Real Madrid is the most benefited team in the history of football, of sports that I know of. Absolutely. Okay. You, you, again, what, we've, what is you've the team historically on, with the most penalty calls? It's Real Madrid that leads the charge. What is the team right now? You're, that, you're, you're talking that, that, that as if Barcelona season, didn't have two straight years without a single penalty called against them. You're talking a, 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 to a, a fan who in that, every single classical, there, should, there is one penalty. massive, massive thing that goes your way. And they didn't get a penalty call for them who either. Every single time Gareth Bale would breathe on Jordi Alba, he had a goal disallowed unfairly. Every time Longley put his cleats on Varane's Dude, I'm talking thigh. about a team that is I, winning Champions League in offside positions. I'm talking about a team... You literally fucked over both me. Chelsea and Inter t- and Arsenal dude, like and a couple what, years ago, a few years ago. And that, is, and, that is, and that is half of the story. Nobody talks about the first legs. And what are you talking about? Wow, Inter? so, so you, just proved my, you just proved my point. And Chelsea so, as well. Okay, I'm do you talking want, about winning Champions League in offside. Which ones? Which ones? Which ones? Okay. Winning against Bayern Munich. Also, when Carlos An- Carlo Angelotti, Carlo Angelotti himself, as a Bayern Munich coach, said afterwards, "Yes, those were goals in outside positions." Strange that now he's again coaching for Madrid. He's not complaining now that they're not wearing a Madrid shirt anymore. All of a sudden, they're realizing that hey, when you're not wearing a white shirt on the field, referees start attitudes start being a lot more different towards you than when you're wearing a white shirt. That's all fact, Kian. I'm glad you're bringing up the Bayern offside goals because Bayern had three calls went their way, including a goal that should have been disallowed for them, but it wasn't. Okay, so this you see the difference well, between scored, me and who scored the an difference offside. between the difference between me and you, Diego, is that you're looking at everything in a biased way. I'm saying that referees <laughs> suck everywhere. Go look at the, go look at the Premier League. Go look at La Liga. Every you you don't bring up anything that goes against Real Madrid. You only bring up everything that goes for them. And again, even then, you misinterpret. You're t- I'm talking to a guy who literally thought the Lucas Vasquez push against Juve was not a penalty a few years ago. Do you remember that? And you still believe that delusionally, Diego? Come on, man. You're not you're not thinking clearly. Come on. You're completely biased in this. Completely biased. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When, I'll, when, I'll, I will admit my bias the day that you start admitting your bias as well. How's no, that? I, as I've said, there are bad referees and incompetency and bad calls everywhere. Every game. I'm, I'm, I'm in the Mitchell camp that there is no black hand. Thank you. Like for, it's great that there's one person thinking with their head and not emotion. I'm glad that there's at least someone in there. It's absurd the hysteria. Hear, I have yet to hear from you one call this season or in prior seasons that has gone in favor of Real Madrid where you say, you know what? Yeah, we shouldn't have gotten away with that. Yesterday is a prime example. I well, yesterday, yesterday was correct. All three calls were correct. No foul from Rudiger or Juselu. No. I don't remember the Joselu one. It's in the same play. Rudy, let, let's limit it to Rudiger. Is it a foul <clears throat> from Rudiger? Yes or no? I think no. I think the Rudiger one is a play on. I think the most controversial one was the Vinny one, and that's. And I think there's separate discussions about like the referee looked at the Bellingham foul and decided not to call it. Should he have? I think. The fact that he just looked at it and didn't call it is a different conversation, a different thing to be annoyed about, and that's incompetency. That is um, a referee failing to see a clear foul in broad daylight, and that's why we have VAR to intervene in those situations. Again, man, you like we? do you know how many times Bellingham and Vinicius have had the shit kicked out of them? Literally, Bellingham had two penalties, clear penalties against Getafe, and the ref was standing right there and was like, no, get up. You're Like, you're not... You're looking at it only one, one, one tunnel vision. One, you're, it's one lens. You're but looking so at it through you. one lens. That's it. No, I'm so not. You. Because, because I'm I also saying heard... that there's bad calls for every team. I would, it would be good if you start mentioning those for Real Madrid instead of always mm, giving the benefit or agreeing, let's say, with the calls that unfairly go your way. Am I... And most of the people, I think, out there's opinion, even those of esteemed Madridistas, longtime journalists like Alfredo Relaño saying that this is one of the darkest pages in Madrid's history. Uh, you're, you're, you're Just because I see, the, it doesn't matter what people say in papers. What matters is the truth. Who cares what people say in papers? But you're denying you're denying the truth, Kian. In my view, you're denying the truth and you're saying that I'm right biased. in your view, in your view, in your view. Well, and in your view as well. Your view, the truth, is what took place in the Bernabeu, that all those three calls were the correct calls. And for the rest, it's not. So, I mean, you can sit there by yourself and say, I'm right and the rest are wrong because that is my truth. So who's, who's here 
corporate and guilty of tunnel vision. There's, you're look, doing the exact same thing as me, but you're I don't think only so. pointing your because you don't you don't bring up you don't bring up bad calls for any other team. Only things that you disagree with with Real, when Real Madrid gets a call their way. That's it. Well, it's you know I have multiple times on this podcast we- this season have brought up bad calls. Like there was one on Real Sociedad a few weeks ago I brought up that was like nobody talked about it because it wasn't Real Madrid. Come on, Guillaume. So you don't think you don't think referees make bad calls in every single game in La Liga this season? You don't believe that? Of course I believe that. Okay. So but you believe but when and it's Real Madrid that gets the call, it's a conspiracy, but not when it happens in any other game. Right? I just think that in the case of Real Madrid, seeing as they are the most, they're the ones that profit the most from the calls. That's an opinion. You have you cannot sure. back that up factually. Okay, so please preface well, I mean, that by you, saying, I, in, I, my I, opinion, in my opinion, in my biased opinion, opinion ideally, say those opinion, two words. Seeing seeing that they are the team that have been awarded the most penalties in the history of La Liga, I, I think it's fair to say that you mean they, the how many times you mean one of the two or three teams that has never been relegated and has been around since the very first season of of the La Liga and the team that plays mostly in the final third could possibly not have had the most penalties awarded towards them. You think that that's true? Because do you remember that era when, last year I think it was, you and I were talking about uh, that one of those Pep years or one of those Neymar years, whenever it was, that Barca had far and away, and it wasn't even close to most penalties in La Liga that season and wasn't close. It was an embarrassing number. And you said that's because Barcelona had more possession in the final third. So, so, So keep your standards consistent, man. Ay, ay, ay. I'm telling you, man. We listen. I, I thought the hysteria yesterday was crazy. It was to me, uh, a desperation of a fan base that wants to start pointing fingers for everything that's going wrong in their club, in their in their football, in their corruption, in their scandals. You know, the funny everything. thing is. You're you're here talking, making a reference to Kules and Barca fans, and 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 limiting it to Twitter. Uh, when I actually haven't seen the much, hysteria, to be most of the hysterias come from Almeria, the club, the coach, and the players themselves, as well as the media outlets. That again, in contrast, yeah, a lot to of a lot of loud Almeria Twitter yours, accounts, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, they're a humble side. I don't think we should uh, disrespect them by saying that their opinion isn't valid. I never their said club, that. I never said that. They got robbed yesterday. I, no, I'm saying that it was. Out. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that it was not Almeria accounts. It was all Kool-Aid accounts losing their shit. That show up in your Twitter feed, then, but uh, not on, on my the Churros Twitter feed. That's the whole algorithm. Is Mr. <laughs> Satan and Zona Blograna. <laughs> Don't try to mute them, Kian. Open your eyes. You're talking They're about They're there. I think it's hilarious. I, I open it and laugh every time. You're 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 talking about being happy that somebody's, you know, creating a database or, or or putting together images where you feel Madrid are being hard done by. I'm happy that there are plenty of accounts putting together right. images. So but from, but from the, but the only valid ones are, are those ones, right? Right? No. The no. real ones are not valid, those compilations, right? They don't. They they're just fabricated. It was AI generated, right? They don't exist. 
Every, no. uh, like you said, all. You said the word all. A L L. All calls in favor of Real Madrid. You said that, right? Was it hyperbole? Said, do you believe that? What do you mean? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Back up, back up. I said earlier, all, all call, all the calls go in favor of of Real Madrid. Yeah. Okay. In the heat of the moment here in this discussion, I may have uh, exaggerated. Again, nothing new that we've been doing on this podcast for seven years. That's cool. I uh, do too. All, all the calls. I think so far this season and historically, the vast majority of the calls have benefited Real Madrid. Yes. Okay. Okay. And in critical moments, if you want to uh, go a step further, um, yeah, I, I stand by that. I stand by that. Now, I disagree. Wanna, we go wanna... to the Camp Nou with a, with, a, with a disallowed goal, pretty much like clockwork, every classical, a goal down. Oh, my days. The only call that I can agree with yesterday is the second goal. Um the uh, how should I put it? The the the, the shove, you know, the, the push off of uh, Bellingham's face. Uh, the referee there, even though in the moment it looked like he was gonna overlook that, and you can talk about the intensity of it, whether Bellingham went down too easy or not. At the end of the day. Do you want to see that those kind of plays be consistently called off? Because um, the Armaria player turns around. He has won the, the position already. It's You feel like in a moment like that, it's unnecessary to uh, extend the arm. Uh, obviously, that's easier said than done. But I think that was the right call. In the case of the first goal, again, it's a foul of Rudiger on um again I think it was Edgar I don't know exactly now but and 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 dude I for the life of me do not understand how you can look at that Vinny goal and say that was shoulder and that it is fair play I look at that images and that ball is hitting right here dude it's the bicep it's close closer to his elbow <laughs> than it is I'm, I, I showed it to you right now I'm showing it to you now yeah I'd like you You're to show it again so I'll I, you can show it again so that you prove how wrong you are. Show it again. I'm going to get banned from YouTube. Yep. Right on the shoulder. Yep. Look yep. at that. Yep. Right on the shoulder. Where is that? Where, where, yep. Where's right on the shoulder. Dude? Right on the shoulder. I wish that the we, we saw this image yesterday so we could have it we could have it guaranteed we knew that it was the correct call. This is, the, this is correct. This is the one Vinny also posts on his Twitter proving that it was the right call. Yep. You're looking you at about you're looking at these conversations being man. hard for you. It is very it's a glasses. lot more frustrating for me to have these conversations with you, somebody that denies that they are, have tunnel vision and it's biases. It's equally frustrating. That has for the me, entire right? minions in his favor, all the wind blowing your way. You can Vinny, post this on. I thought YouTube you said everyone's like, in your after, favor. After, after, I thought you no, said no, all the Real Madrid fans on this podcast. And then post this on YouTube uh, when we're done in, in, in a few minutes from now and get all your satisfaction from the comments that will, you know, make fun of me and, and comments, you know, that. Do, do all that stuff. Uh, you say it's frustrating for you. It's a lot more frustrating for me to time and time have to come on this podcast and face this kind of uh, these kind of dialogues. Trust me. OK, man, uh, I'm just going to say that I think. uh Listen, I, I, I've, I've, I have to fully admit, I have to be 
transparent about and be honest that I got I got triggered in this podcast. I shouldn't have. I lost my cool a little bit. Um but trying to trying to football's an emotional game. You trying, you trying, are you're a Madridista and and you defend what in your eyes you see as right and I'm here to you know just I I I apologize if I had a certain tone and and uh got a little bit emotional but I did want to say now that just thinking about it trying to think about it calmly and collected I don't think yesterday was anything close to what most non-Real Madrid people and outlets and coaches and players and whatever um portrayed it as this mass hysteria event and I thought it was a way to deflect and gaslight um away from their own club's corruption. And I also think uh, that what Michel said is something that I've been saying for years. The referees are just bad in every league. And they're terrible. And every single team in sports history, apart from the Lakers and Barcelona, can basically put out a compilation that is equally as you can put out compilations for Real Madrid. I'll just talk about Real Madrid. Talk about you can, you can Real Madrid can put a compilation out of calls that went their way incorrectly that they benefited from. They can also put out an, a compilation of calls where they got screwed up, screwed. Every almost every team in sports history can do this. And as I said, I don't like when Real Madrid puts out those TVs on Real Madrid TV. But it is at least evidence that is irrefutable when you watch it. Even though I don't like the fact that they do that, it's still evidence. Um, that you, you can't like look at those videos and be like, oh, oh yeah. Um, I, I guess Real Madrid... Don't get screwed sometimes. Like you, you can't, you can't like look at that and, and and come to the conclusion that this it's just the refereeing has been bad. What you guys are saying is that no, the referees are not just bad. Real Madrid is benefiting and there's corruption. And when you make baseless accusations like that, I think it just gets really dangerous. That's all. And I hate talking about it. I hate talking about it. Because, dude, there was good football this weekend around Spain. Like, really good football we could have talked about. No, no. I don't like going this You always knew. You knew that we were going to talk about this. You you wouldn't have posted that No, I I didn't know we were going to talk about this song. I thought it would have been a 30-second conversation where I'm just like, yeah, the calls are fine. You had people going, come on, Kian. Prepare yourself. Stand your ground, Kian. I saw the tweets, man. I hope you did, everybody. Uh, you made uh, your followers happy. And uh, I think, look, th- this is a conversation that was inevitable. We had not one, not two, but three. Uh, if you don't want to call the controversial calls, at least, that, that needed to be discussed. Calls that were going to raise pulses. Obviously, polarizing calls that certain people see one way, other people see another way. And we are here to discuss 
the football, but also the calls uh, that at the end of the day had an influence on the outcome. Mm, you know, instead of Madrid dropping points, you guys picked up three valuable points that allowed you to maintain the gap at seven. Barca had a, a hard-fought game over in the Benito Villa Marin against a, a tough home ground, uh, tough Betis side. Uh, the only team so far, if I'm not mistaken, that has managed to win at the Betis ground. And um, yeah, in my opinion, had certain calls been made the other way, we could have been talking about a Barca that, have, that would have closed the gap to uh, four points to six points. Who knows? But uh, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Uh, you asked earlier, what do we talk about in the Manager Madrid podcast? An hour of football analysis about why Real Madrid were bad in the first half and why they were good in the second half. And about five minutes on the on the referee calls, we went through it. Sure. I mean, because you guys all agreed. I'm, I'm unanimous. Yeah, because they're pretty, across again, the board. again, it's... It's pretty clear, right? But you okay, fine. And and it, that's it, why it's pointless to go. That's why I, that, I honestly thought it was going to be like five minutes of that on this podcast. I was very curious to know, like, because I was thought record- I was going to sit here and go, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. All all good calls." I I know I didn't expect you to do that, but I didn't expect it to be the whole podcast. Is what I'm saying. Well, we still have some time left, so well, I'm curious to know, like, happen to I, see. Betis Barca. It was a very entertaining game. Did I was you, uh, uh, recording a podcast while it was happening, so I didn't get to see it. I saw the highlights, um, and uh, I was curious to know, like, your thoughts on it. It seemed like Barca played well. You got really great Ferran Torres performance. It was a like five ten minute stretch where it looked like you guys were collapsing with the Isco brace. Yes. It got scary for sure. Uh, yeah, I think Barca came out, you know, with the um, intention to play "quote unquote" the right way. Uh, three forwards, Barca in particular in the first half controlled the game with a thanks to superior midfield. I thought Frankie's leadership was was pivotal. Um, you know, Barca's formation in the end included, uh, as you pointed out, rightfully. Another uh, 16-year-old in Cubarsi, uh, Araujo and Kunde as well. And um, we played with an advanced uh, defensive line. I thought Pedri and Gundogan uh, really tried to set the tone and tried to set up uh, uh, Lewandowski and, and uh, Ferran Torres, uh, Torres who, who had, a, an, I mean, a great game. Uh, anybody that, that scores three goals scores a hat-trick. And then it says... Still doesn't end up winning the MVP uh, at the end of the. Uh, it was, but uh, you I know, saw that, that was, I was surprised. Um, I was confused about that actually. Yeah, you're not the only one. That was uh, very confusing indeed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. 
uh, Lamine Yamal and, and Balde dominating the flanks. Um, and an initial scare in that first half where Iñaki Peña came uh, to the rescue to stop uh, Luis Enrique from, from putting uh, Betis up in the first half. Um, but all in all, really, you know, a, a very positive first half. I, I watched that first half and, and saw Betty struggling on under the, the Barca uh, dominance. And that really, you know, was gave some hope, so to speak. And, and I was cautious already not to fall into the trap of saying, OK, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm still cautious now, meaning, you know, we only need to rewind the tape to the first half of the season to remember that the Barça Betis game ended in a, in a manita and a five nil drubbing. So, and we all thought that that was it. You know, Barça were we found the secret formula. We were going to click, and we was going to propel us to to a, a successful season. Let alone, I mean, after we had that Champions League game against Antwerp, but, but after that, it was you know abysmal. I mean, the the decline and uh, of of Barça's play was uh has been something well we've been it's been documented on this podcast it's been quite a depressive affair so i was cautious heading into the second half uh, is what i'm trying to say um betty's responded thanks to uh, a great fakir uh and and, and isco of course who, who managed to uh combine for for two quick successive goals beautiful goals mind you um i mean uh iñaki was was I would say pretty much chanceless. Um, and, you know, that's that's when the Benito Villamarín came to life, of course. So the, the crowd was energized in, in those in, in that second half, in the final minutes. Uh, Barca had to reset their strategy and uh, kind of try to regain control over the ball. Luckily, they did manage to do so. Uh, Xavi, i uh, got to give the coach credit here, again, for substitutions mainly uh for not just putting the right player back on or not only for putting the player the right player on in in Joao Felix but taking Lewandowski off man um you know that really turned the tide in that final stretch of the second half Lewandowski who continues to underperform and underwhelm uh I was a little bit scared he was going to take Ferran off <laughs> Uh, because, you know, Lewandowski uh, sometimes gets, you have the impression that he's maybe one of those untouchables, but uh, kudos to Xavi for having enough character to take off the, um, you know, reputable and prominent striker that uh, is right now just a shadow of himself uh, in Robert Lewandowski. Puts on uh, Joao Felix. He, uh, like I said, I mean, Turned the tide around, intensified Barca's attack, and and just scored an absolute beauty uh, in the ninetieth minute or so. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, talk about cool, calm, collected. Uh, just just a beautiful goal uh, with the outside of his boot to uh, uh, put Barca up uh, by three goals to two, and allowing uh, in the end, you know, Betis of course having to push forward as well. And uh, leaving some gaps in the defense, it was a, a great Lamine Yamal, whose maybe name I haven't mentioned enough because he had a stellar, stellar game. I mean, what a difference Lamine Yamal makes to this Barca offense. Please, Xavi, continue to put him in. I know Rafinha, you know, he'll be back soon. 
But when we have this version of La Mina Mal, I don't care if he's 16. I know in the beginning of the season, when we started to record uh, the podcast for, for the season, I said, I hope Xavi, you know, dosifica or um, uh, takes it step by step and kind of um, tempers his playing minutes by that. But, but, you know, at this point in time, it's like, you're, you're just, you're just slowing down his growth, uh, which, which could be exponential. La Yamal has to play. Barca is better when he's playing. And he set up Ferran Torres for the four, two. And also Ferran, I mean, a great finish in that final goal to put all of our nerves at ease. And, um, in the end, take, uh, I don't want to say a comfortable victory, but but you know a, a, tri- a triumphant win in the Benito Villamarín, Xavi's bold decisions, uh, and um, you know our our forward competitiveness are good signs for Barça. Uh, let's hope that we can build on this. It's uh, this win was needed. You know we're coming off of uh, the Copa game as well, and um, a game against uh, that that where we famously managed to win by more than just one goal margin. Well, we, we did it again, uh, this time against a, a, an opponent that is of higher caliber. Um, but like I said, I mean, I hope it's not a replay of what we saw in the first half of the season where we came off of a very dominant performance in the 5-0 win against Betis at the Camp Nou or at the Juiz uh, Compagne Stadium. And, um, you know, let's, let's, let's keep moving, man. Let's keep moving. There's still cups to be won, uh, tournaments to be, to be, to be competed. La Liga, I insist is, is over and dusted and done with. Um, mm, but it's about finishing the season strong and trying to win something, uh, if we can, and then we will have to wait and see what, uh, you know the outcome is of 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 Xavi if he stays and how this team is playing, but it's it was a step forward in the right direction despite the scare. I mean, you you coming being up by two goals to nil and then having to again come back to win uh, and allowing the opposition to to get two goals back is is you know it's it's mm, What's the word I'm looking for? It's it's uh, inexcusable. You you just can't allow that to happen. Uh, not at this stage of the season in particular. Um, and I, I saw, funny, I was trying to bring it up just now while we were talking, an Opta stat. Uh, let me see if I can get it. Uh, where it turns out that Barca are, here we go, oh, here. Barca have taken 10 points from goal scored in the last five minutes of La Liga games this season. More I than saw that actually, yeah. Competition. Uh, you know. See, for, for all the all the stuff you say about all around the remontada, you guys are the most clutch team in Spain this season. Well, I mean. Which actually it surprised me. The stats surprised me. I don't remember them all. But because all I can remember is like the Bellingham game winners in like the last second. Listen, I uh, I still disagree with you on. Um, I don't know if you still feel this way, but the idea that the league was over, like an example, like yesterday, how close? Well, were... I mean, hopefully Girona can compete it, but but I mean, Barca are out of the race. Let me You're not. How can you say that? How close were we to losing yesterday? 
that would have gone from seven points to four points. Four points is nothing. It can mm. it can flip in an instant. I mean, you guys are not seventeen points back. It's not that far back. A uh, lot will have to go wrong for Barca to uh, get back in the hunt for the league title, or I mean, a lot will have to go right. Put it that way. I mean, the we're wrong for us. The thing is that I think you would have been banking on the fact that Real Madrid historically have the um, January dip, which we're almost through. And if we can get past that New Year hump that we go through and come out on the other side, maybe we've 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 been able to sustain it enough. Uh but I guess it. I mean, two things have to happen. Real Madrid, things have to go wrong for Real Madrid, and of course, Barcelona have to <laughs> go right. And and, I, and like I, I said it yesterday, I'm not worried as much going to the Camp Nou. I mean, the Clasico, which is at the Bernabeu. Actually, I'm more concerned about games like yesterday, where yes, I mean that first half we were just sleeping. It was it was pretty bad, and so we need to make sure we don't become complacent. And of course, Girona continue to prove me wrong. I keep on saying they can't sustain, they can't sustain. And I think at this point, I was just very disrespectful to them. They've sustained it. I mean, how much more can we ask them to sustain it? We'll see. Yeah, they they are defying odds at the moment. And, and hopefully they will be able to hang in there until... Uh, you know, the very end, making this a very exciting finish to the La Liga season. Uh, I would love it, of course, if they manage to win, not just because it means Madrid won't, but to have a new uh, La Liga team and a Cinderella-like, uh, Leicester-like story in La Liga, I think will be great for the league. Um, and yeah, Michel is doing a great job. I mean, fantastic job. I mean, what was it? Three goals and... In how like it was in how how many minutes I I don't have it up here but um, they so Dovic's hat trick was in six minutes. Jesus, yeah, insane. Sevilla, um, do you what do you, do you think they'll go down? They're so close to the relegations. I think they're only one point clear. They're very close. We 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 spoke to Ben Harburg. You know, they were just hovering uh, uh, above the relegation zone. Or they were no, they were sorry, they were in eighteenth place. Um ah, here we go. I got what a great refreshed. guest, by the way. We should um inform yes. our listeners. So on Absolutely. Last week, I think it was Friday, uh on the Patreon pod, so patreon.com slash churros y tacticas, we were joined by Cadi's co owner, Ben Harburg. And it was one of the most interesting, fascinating conversations I've had in a long time. We spoke about, um, I mean, his vision with Cadiz after taking over uh, squad development and what they do with their budget in terms of scouting. His thoughts on, you know, American ownerships in in general in Europe, whether with Roma, Milan, Chelsea, what they've done since coming in. It was fascinating. I, I thoroughly Super enjoyed League. it. We I learned Super a lot. League. Super League. He talked about yeah. Cadiz's stance on the Super League. It was awesome. I I would encourage everybody co- to go listen to that. It's about neither Real Madrid and Barcelona, and it was just a breath of fresh air. I thought in the podcast and the feedback from patrons was great as well. 
Yeah. Patreon.com slash churros y tácticas. Amazing discussion. For sure. Great guest. And, and there's more to come. Uh, and in this one in particular, I mean, yeah, the feedback was great. Mm, they're calling it iconic, historic, uh, one of the best pods. And these uh, Churros y Invitados editions uh, series is, is receiving just great feedback uh, all in all, all together. From Elisha to Andrea Orlandi, and, and now we got to talk to an owner. So we're diversifying our guests and, and getting good insights from uh, all angles surrounding this beautiful game of football uh and and it's worth you guys i mean you just gotta go over to patreon.com for slash churros tacticas because you get your money's worth it's it's great listen it's a great listen sevilla could go down it's hard for me to imagine that they do uh given their stature uh, as as one of la liga's big clubs it wouldn't be the first time of course remember you know, maybe not yes, but I certainly remember when Atletico went down to uh, spend some time in in El Infierno, in hell, as they called it at the time. Um, and but they're right there, man. They're right there. It's 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 uncomfortably close for um, the Sevilla side to be, you know, and at this stage in the season to be hovering uh, around those spots. There was uh, something I wanted to mention. Uh, ah, uh, just quickly, mm. you're out of the Copa. This, mm. you know, you were close to having your first, I think, back-to-back losses in uh, so far this season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this third chapter being a completely different game. This is before. I just quickly wanted to get your take because, again, it was a hugely entertaining match, derby between uh, Atletico and Madrid. This time, the coin flipped the other way, mm-hmm. and Atletico knocked you out. No treble. I know a lot of Madridistas are dying to win a treble. That's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Never. I know that you seem to, uh, being the optimist that you are, you're probably thinking or putting the me- message out that, hey, Copa out of the way. No one cares. Yes. We can focus That's the on glass half the full that outlook. Matter. Yeah. Matter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've never been optimistic about Copa del Rey in my life. Never, ever. And I don't think I ever will be. Sometimes we'll, we'll win it like last season. Those are outliers. Um, and yeah, look, I if, if I know beforehand I'm going to be knocked out of Copa del Rey, I'd rather be done sooner rather than later so that we don't have to uh, play extra games for no reason. Um it was, a, it was a grueling game that I think we were just so exhausted by the end of it and we made a ton of mistakes and Atletico at home is, you know, a really difficult place to play for us in particular because their fans just go to another level. And uh, I wasn't as harsh on Real Madrid as some other... A lot of Real Madrid fans, I think, were really, really upset about the loss. I'm like, dude, it was our second loss of the season. Both... Losses have come in that stadium, and we just look gassed. And now we can focus on these two competitions. So I'm not saying it was, like, ideal and we shouldn't have high standards at Real Madrid or whatever, but uh, I'm, we can just focus now. Now the question is, like, can we actually focus and, and, and play well? We have players coming back, which is nice, and the schedule... Like it's it's funny like I, now because of 
being eliminated from the Copa del Rey, our schedule is lighter than yours. You guys play against Athletic away on Wednesday in the mm. Copa del Rey. It's an extra yeah. game. Then once you get to the semifinals, if you beat them, that's another two extra games because it goes to two legs. How are you feeling about that one? We're not beating Athletic at the Catedral. Classic the jinx. It doesn't. Oh, no, no. Your jinx does not work here. <laughs> You're the jinx meister. I, I don't. I don't do. I, I, I'm just being realistic here. Uh, unless we see Barça sustain um, this improvement in in their game in their game uh, that we saw last night, I don't see Xavi's side having the character or the attitude right now to overcome a packed Samamis with uh, an Atleti club that will be gunning to advance in this competition. And uh, I just, you know, I don't see it. Hopefully I'll be, you know, I can eat my words come Thursday and, and we pull off a, a heroic win, but, but I just, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. And and mind you, I'm of somewhat of the similar belief as you, me being that uh, although I, I think that La Liga is out of reach and the Champions League, you know, it's 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 uh, you know a unicorn. I mean, it's it's a fantasy. It's, it's it, we cannot compete seriously for a Champions League trophy this season. Meaning that all we have left to play for is a Copa del Rey title call me spoiled or call me whatever it is you want. It doesn't give me any thrills anymore winning the Copa del Rey title. It, it's more of a competition that I would prefer, even though the finals themselves can be, you know, are emotional matches, they're fun to watch. And, and, and certainly, you know, the build up to it uh, can be fun to watch as well. I feel like with all the games that these players have to play, it's just uh, it, it it it's exhausting for them, and I I would prefer to feel you know the bench players and more bring more players up from the youth categories to dispute these these matches where you know the regular starters should rest. Um, but yeah, Athletic this season, um, actually finishing their chances for once. Like they're they're still three behind their expected goals, but they're way better at finishing this season, even still. And they're only nine goals away from their entire goal scored last season. That's the main difference between Athletic this season and last season is that they're actually finishing chances at a higher clip. Last season they were notorious for getting in good goal scoring positions and having no one who can put the ball in the back of the net. So. Yeah, it'll be a tough game. But hey, man, you, you went I mean, to Benito Villa Marin and, and showed some big balls there, so it's not out of the question. Well, let's see. I mean, look, we beat them this season, and it took a 17, 18-year-old kid to put in the shot Mark, on you... goal and the winning goal. Yeah. yeah. I love we'll how see. every day there's just a new Barca kid who just appears on the scene. And then yeah, we see him for a while, him out, comes man. back. I like it. Yeah, Mal played good yesterday, it seemed. Super good. That's what yeah. I was saying. Yeah, I mean, um, I maybe should have mentioned it more, but he was... It's just, it's a different team when he's on the on the floor, on the pitch. 
All right, man. Anything else? Not for now, sir. All right. Um, <laughs> let's see what the next podcast awaits. We will have one Copa del Rey game to speak about before the mm-hmm. end of the week. Um, well, I'm sure more. Are Atletico playing this week too? They must be. Yeah, I think they're all this. It should be all this week. <clears throat> so we'll be back over on patreon.com slash churrosi tacticas. If you thought this one was emotional, wait till you get to the patron editions. Um, are we getting guests this week? If not, we can put out a call for questions. No, I don't have anybody lined up. Uh, I need to make my calls. So my, even my juicier then, because when there's some, when there's a guest, we we're both on our best behavior. It's like when you Very take well your behaved. kids to someone else's house, and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, your kids are such angels," because they haven't seen they haven't seen the kids at home. <laughs> Uh, so in that case, we'll ask for <laughs> questions, the and the questions always get us to argue about something. So that's over for patrons over on patreon.com slash churros y tacticas. Uh, all right, man. Good chatting. I apologize for no. calling you delusional. That was in the heat of the moment. No offense taken, dude. I uh, It's the name of the game. We know how this is. Like I it's said, we've been doing game. this for seven years. For seven years, and I, I know have, some of you want me to go. We, I ain't going anywhere. I'm hanging in here until the very le- last hair on this head is gray. I'm sticking around for the ride, baby. I'm I, sorry. I, I had a I had a soccer game last night, and it's on a new team. I, I'm only um, two games. This is, last night was my second game, and I'm the newest guy on the squad. And mm. so I I got in an argument with someone because. <laughs> He was talking about robberies yesterday. He was a cool AI. And I told him, I was like, I was like, I was just like, just no, they were all the correct calls. And I, <laughs> and then we, we, uh, we, we became friends by the end of it. I was feeding him some, some good balls down the line. Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> whoa, way to make an impression. And when they're banging your body, <laughs> when the guy's banging you, <laughs> when the guy's banging you. <clears throat> All right, my friend. All well, right, uh, we're gonna keep uh, keep on banging on this pod, like you yep. said. Join us on Patreon. Follow us on social media. And uh, I gotta go open the door. I don't know if you hear the doorbell ringing, but no. my wife is outside the door. Oh, She's dude, run, go, like, go! Like, don't don't let her wait. Keys. All right, go. All, All right, right, my friend. Good chatting. Take it easy. Peace. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.